Dr. Gwen Show, where you come to be inspired, educated, and empowered to live a passionate and effective life on purpose. The number one podcast show for inspiring women. This is the podcast where we support you in living your best life ever, even while raising happy, healthy kids. Tired of feeling stuck in a rut with nowhere to turn for resources and advice? We can help. Achieve your best life ever by listening to our podcast show. Introducing the woman who believes it's possible to be totally fulfilled in all circumstances of life. The host of the Dr. Gwen Show, the Dr. Gwen. Welcome everyone to the Dr. Gwen Show. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have Kathy Rasmussen, and Kathy is an idea development coach, and she hails from Utah. So Kathy, welcome to the Dr. Gwen Show today. Hi, Dr. Gwen. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We're really glad to have you. And I'm looking through your information here, and it says, you specialize in helping creative business owners implement their ideas and create growth strategies so they can build profitable businesses. Tell us what that is all about. Well, I believe that every good thing in the world comes from an idea. Um, and it's about taking action on, on those ideas that really starts the process of changing the world. And so what I do is I work with creative professionals who are really good at coming up with ideas, hence the creativity part. And they just have a, sometimes they just have a hard time organizing their um, ideas into actionable steps. So that's where I step in, is I help them take their idea, extract all of the information about it, um, create actionable steps, and then help them implement those steps. Okay, usually, great. So, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Usually, in, because they're creative business owners, their ideas revolve around growing their business or improving their business somehow. So a lot of the implementation strategies that I help my clients with um, revolve around growing their businesses. Okay, great. So now, are you working with women in particular, or is it just anyone? I mostly work with women. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy to work with <laughs> anyone, though. But particularly creative businesses is where I specialize. I come okay. from the wedding and event industry, and so I'm very familiar with the process of creative professionals. I see. So you're looking... Uh, what you do then is you work with just the businesses who are in that creative space. So you wouldn't necessarily work with someone who's starting an engineering company or an architectural company, well, though, though that can also be creative. But it, it's like creative ideas. Clarify that for us. Okay. Well, um, I would say my specialty lies not so much in, like we were saying, like engineering or any of the um, structural businesses, mm -hmm. but like creative, creative businesses meaning um, like designing or mm -hmm. um, make, like makers that sell on Etsy or do handmade goods that they sell on, their, on the internet. I'm primarily online businesses, um, so other coaches I coach. Um, I also help one of my clients as a social media strategist. 
I have a clients that are wedding planners or event planners and um, self self care specialists and things in that kind of arena are a little bit more suited to my expertise than um, some of the more technical <laughs> yeah. businesses. Okay, great. So now most of our audience, the people who listen and who we serve, are women. And in that space, we here at the Dr. Gwen International Training and Empowerment Academy, we help people to identify their passions first to start, the top five passions, and then we work them towards starting a business on their own. Now, in that space, now, you would probably step in and clarify for me if I'm getting this incorrectly, that you will help them take that idea and create, like, strategies, steps, step one, do this, do this, do this next. Is that what you do, or that's, do I have That's it? a really good summary of what I do. Okay, um, great. Yeah, so I help them think about exactly what, the, what is the next step they need to take to get closer to achieving their goal. So what I do is I start with the goal in mind. So I help them identify what their idea is, define mm -hmm. it, and then um, once, it's, once we've defined the idea and um, kind of figured out what their vision is, then we can, t we can start dissecting it and um, putting it into more of, let me, like manageable action mm -hmm. steps so it doesn't right. seem so overwhelming. Right. So like you're a, like a sort of strategic planning then on how exactly. to implement the process. Okay, great. Now, many women, Kathy, when they are uh, thinking about business, or probably they may not be even thinking about businesses, um, a lot of times fear is something that drives them. And by being driven by fear, a lot of them don't get started. What got right. you started in doing this business? I notice you say you have a bachelor's in business, which means that you actually did go to school and get trained mm -hmm. to do the business part of it. Tell us a little bit about that training and how it relates to what you're doing. But first, tell us about how you actually got started. How did you step out and step over that fear to get started? doing this? It's, it's a little tricky because when I first started, I did have a lot of fear. I was mm -hmm. really nervous about people, first of all, understanding what I did and then also accepting me as an expert in my field. And it was I, sometimes a little voice in your head is telling you, like, why should they believe what you're saying? Why are you an expert? And you're in it's your your own self-talk that's saying these things, and that's what make what's making you so scared. And so, and I'm no different than anybody else. I had those same voices in my head, and questioning what I was doing. And I had to. Um, the first thing I did was I owned my expertise. So I. Uh, pronounced myself, I am an idea development coach, and I know what I'm talking about. And I had to tell that to myself in order for me to believe it so that when I talked about it, anyone else would believe what I was saying. So the first step in overcoming that is to own your expertise and believe that you are an expert in the area. And that makes the next step a lot easier. 
is, which is to um, take the, the next step out of your comfort zone, and embrace your fear, and just do it anyway. <laughs> so it, it takes some practice, and it takes a little taking some deep breaths and crossing your fingers, <laughs> and it's hard. But the okay. first step is, is really to just own your expertise, and then the second step is to just trust yourself, trust your expertise, and take a deep breath and, and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it amounts to, stepping out and just doing it. Because you're right, every single person feels the fear of something new that they've never tried before. Yeah. And on this level, you want to know that you're going to succeed. And then coupled with that, you know, just thinking about what ifs, those what ifs, those voices in your head that really can stop you from moving forward. So that's some great advice. Now, Kathy, you obviously did very great conquering that fear and stepping out to launch your business. And what I wanted to find out is what got you interested in this particular aspect of business? Because you could have taken on, I imagine, just about anything. Yeah, there, I, there's lots of opportunities out there for sure. Mm -hmm. So I, like I said before, my um, experience primarily comes from the wedding and event planning industry. And I was an event planner. Um, so I really loved strategy and planning. That's something that I have fallen in love with as I have spent the last 12 years as an event and wedding planner. Um, and so and now that I've decided to kind of make a shift in my career, I've left actually planning events and I've changed still using the same, the same strategy and planning techniques. Now I help people plan out their ideas. So it's still, I still take that same planning aspect of what I love to do and the reason I love event planning. And I took those skills and those, those, um, those things that I loved about event planning and took it along with me into to idea planning. That's so completely to me, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So to me, it's about strategy and planning. And I love that part of being an event planner. I decided... And kind of how I came about this is I, as I, I had a little bit of a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a, I was, I was working for a very busy restaurant as their private dining manager and planning um, a lot of events, and I was doing it mostly by myself. And one day, well, it was more than, it's been, it was more than one day. <laughs> I came home crying from from work and crying to my husband almost every single night because I was oh. feeling so overwhelmed, like I wasn't being valued for my skills, and um, just really, I thought this was the job that I loved. I thought this was my dream job, and why is my dream job making me so sad and so frustrated and so undervalued, feeling so undervalued? And so I decided to do a little bit of an analyzing because I like to do analyzing too. It's one of my, <laughs> one of my strengths. Okay. I analyze what I love about my job and it's the strategy part of it. And then I analyzed what I didn't like about my job. And that was my um, being 
criticized by my boss and being <laughs> being kind of reined in with what my limitations, you know, limited by what my expectations were from my superiors, and just the whole confinement of working for somebody else. And um, I just decided to kind of tie that in with another thing that I love to do is I love I love ideas. I have a ton of ideas and I love to start projects and I that's one thing that I love. So I combined those what I loved about my job with what I love to do and extracted what I hate, took out the things that I hate about my job. And that's how I kind of decided to on idea development as my career choice because it was the perfect culmination of all of those things. That, my friend, is perfect. And if our <laughs> audience are really actually listening, the strategies that you have actually used to arrive at what you love to do is mm -hmm. really the key element in helping you discover what you really want to do for life that's going to cause you to feel fulfilled. You took exactly. your skills. You took exactly what you had as skills that you love to do and combined it with some other things, eliminating what you hated, and voila, here you are. You know, in business, having a job, a purpose, helping other people in building their own businesses, that is just completely brilliant. Yeah, so, and that makes yeah. me feel good as a person. I mean, it fulfills Absolutely. me as a person to help others. Absolutely. So, you know, just a little plug here, ladies, you're listening to this interview right now, and uh, here's a, that's a definite tip that you can take away. So now, Cassie, did your business degree training help you with any of this planning that you started here? Yes, it did because it gave me an insight into kind of the the logistics of how businesses work and how they function, um, different business models, um, different business growth strategies, and how they all work together. So it helps with the transition and putting the plan together on making their, you know, my client their business grow depending on what their business model is. So of course it's different for every type of business, um, but what we do is we look at their at their business and evaluate what works best for them, which might not be the same for every single business out there. So now, what do you have to say about the clients that you serve? Do they come from a wide range of skill levels in terms of what their preparation is, what they're actually implementing currently in their businesses? Are you finding a wide range of spectrum of preparedness. Are some people more advanced than others, and how do you deal with them in setting up the plans to get them to the next level? So, yes, I think that my clients are all in different stages of their business. Some have been in business for less than a year. Some have been in business for, you know, five years. Some have been in business for longer, but the common factor is they're all in a growth stage in their business. So whether they're just starting out and trying to grow really rapidly to set up their business and get clients or sell things, you know, depending on what their business model is, to, to start their income stream, um, or if they already have established 
services and established client base and they just want to expand from where they're at, all my clients are in some sort of a growth stage in their business. Great. And I guess all businesses, no matter where you are, should probably be there. Because right? <laughs> exactly. once you stagnate, you're going to die. Somebody's <laughs> going to pass you by. Very, very true. Yeah, so, so that's um, great. Yeah, uh -huh. so we just, we just evaluate where they are in their business and um, kind of check out the status quo, and then we evaluate where they want to be and what their, their vision is, uh -huh. and then create a plan um, to get to their vision based on where they are. So it's very customized. It's very, we do it just for them. There's not Great. a, yeah. That's fantastic. And what about results? Like, are you hearing back from some of these clients? And what are they saying? Two of my clients just recently launched new products. Okay. Um, I have one of my clients who is working on expanding. She's a, um, a surface pattern designer and uh, makes handmade um, accessories for home decor and for apparel. And she's working on growing her wholesale portion of her business and creating a strategy to um, start a Kickstarter campaign and also sorts of fun stuff from there. Um, my clients have such good positive responses. I think that the after every single phone call <laughs> or, or coaching session, um, I send a, a recap of our call to them, and I always get an email reply immediately back that says that they just had such a good experience. And it seems <laughs> one of my, um, I have a group workshop that's called the Epiphany Idea Lab, and everyone always tells me how many epiphanies they, they have. So that's kind of the buzzword around <laughs> yeah. our circle is, I had an epiphany. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, great. Okay, awesome. So now, what three tips for women who are probably sitting out there on the fence, allowing fear to capture them? What are the three things that you would say that you that helps you to get started that could probably help someone else? So, first thing I do um, would tell them would be to take that voice in your head <laughs> and talk back to it and reply back to it with positive self-talk. So if it's telling you that you're not good enough, tell it back, yes, I am good enough. And if it's telling you that no one's going to like what you're offering, talk back to it and say, yes, people are going to love what I have to offer because I know what, I'm an expert and I know what I'm talking about. And then the second tip that I would provide would be to start with small steps that are easily doable. So my philosophy is it doesn't matter how small the step it is that you're taking, as long as you're taking it, you're still moving forward. And those little baby steps will help make it easier for when you have to make the larger steps. So think about one thing that you can implement, that you can take action on, right now and do it. Just one thing, even if it's the littlest tiny thing, even if it's purchasing your domain name, or even if it's setting up your email list, or something really just one thing to get you moving forward in the right direction. 
And then my third tip would be to celebrate. <laughs> celebrate your success and celebrate your progress and celebrate that step that you just took. Um, and be proud of it and tell somebody about it because that's going to make it easier for you to take the next step. And you should be proud of yourself for taking action. Absolutely. Completely great advice. And that's just really wonderful. If people were to take those steps, they would see a lot more successes to celebrate in their lives. Exactly. So um, thanks for those three ideas. And what would be the contact information that you would like to leave so that if people needed to, they could get a hold of you? Um, the, probably the first place to visit would be my website, mm -hmm. and it is kathyrasmussen.com. And then my Instagram or Twitter would be the next best place, and it is at Kathy Rassy, K-A-T-H-Y-R-A-S-Y, on both Twitter and Instagram. Fantastic. And so let me just clarify the spelling for Kathy Rasmussen, just in case people may sure. have some trouble with that. It's K-A-T-H-Y-R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N.com. So that's KathyRasmussen.com. And on Twitter, at Kathy Rassi, R-A-S-Y. Thank you, Kathy. Did you have any final ideas or tips that you feel like you'd like to leave with the audience today? I just want to leave everyone with the thought of taking action is everything. You can have all of the ideas and the most brilliant ideas in the world, but if you never act on them, then those ideas are never going to come to life. So take action. <laughs> that's, really, my, that's my tip. <laughs> really, really great stuff. And Kathy, thank you for joining us here on the Dr. Gwen Show. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. Please visit us at our website, www.thedrgwen.com, T-H-E-D-R-G-W-E-N. Like us on Facebook at the Dr. Gwen Show. And follow us on Twitter at the Dr. Gwen. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>